0: Remember to visit us online too at besteveru.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino.
1: Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best. Believe that. And so with us today, uh, she'll be joining us shortly Palmer. Debbie is the author of multiple books, including her latest release. Mindful Beauty, which is an amazing book. So, if you're going to Googling right now, Google Dr. Debbie Palmer and Mindful Beauty, or go to drdebbiepalmer.com. It's d e b b i e p a l m e r dot com. There's links to all of her books. She's um, written three I think three other books. There's three total. We'll, we'll get this on that and all the names and so forth. But um, in the meantime, I just wanted to let everybody know that. BesteverU.com has changed again slightly to accommodate growth. You can go there. You can join for free, and uh, you can – Chime in to our articles, you can comment and so forth, but if you actually want to become an article writer, a blogger, an expert, and so forth, just send me an email to elizabeth at besteveru.com after you join, and I will give you access to our blog so that you can write your own content. It's a, a new feature we've had for a few months, and it's coming right along and doing wonderful things. So the other thing I wanted to mention is a giant thank you to Hay House, which is my publisher. Um, I'm the author of the book Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through. It's available on ebook and uh, printed version right now. I know Amazon's a little bit slow sending out those printed versions of books right now. So I've been kind of directing everybody to uh, grab the ebook if you want. And in some cases, people are like, well, I really want the printed book. So a little hint: if you, if you buy the ebook and send me an email to that com, I would be happy to sign a copy of the actual book and put it in the mail to you. So let me know if you're interested in that. We're doing some giveaways. Um, and with that said, I want to welcome our guest, Dr. Debbie Palmer. So, Debbie, thank you for being here. Busy schedule. Thank time you for having. Right?
2: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: To our mutual friend Emily A. Francis, I always put, um, who's the author of Whole Body Healing, and um, I always mention books
2: because it's just really not that easy to write a book, is it? No, it's you know it takes some time, and you you have to really pour yourself into it.
1: Yeah, definitely. So your latest one is called Mindful Beauty, and um, the publisher is Llewellyn, right? Llewellyn out of Minnesota. That's correct. I love them. They're they're quite lovely people. I've been dealing with a couple of the PR people there and the authors, um, you and Emily, and they put out a beautiful book, and I've got yours right here, called Mindful Beauty, Holistic Habits to, to Feel and Look Your Best. And you are a board-certified dermatologist with more than, is it 19 years of experience, um, medical doctor, co- co-founder of Dermatology Associates of New York, and an osteopath. I love osteopaths. Um, do you want to tell us
2: how you came to be doing what you're doing? we would love to hear the backstory. Yeah, you know, when I was uh, researching medical schools, looking into, you know, where I wanted to go, I uh, ran across osteopathy. And just the philosophy, uh, the belief, it just resonated with me. So um, that's, you know, where I applied and that's, you know, where I went. But I I love that um, they really the, – the schooling really stresses a whole person approach in, in every medical specialty. So I, I love how – and I believe that, you know, every system is related. And they really focus on that through all of your coursework from the first day you're in school. Uh, so it, I'm so blessed to have gone through that training. So – uh, what does dermatology
1: have to do with whole body type of healing and mindful beauty and so forth? Because I know the answer. I'm just trying to <laughs> get it. I read your book. <laughs> but, uh, let's well, talk about you
2: know, that. This, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. You know, all, all systems are related. So when something's happening inside the body, it's reflected on the skin. That's the organ that you can see the skin. So, uh, you get clues if something is wrong, or um, you know not just quite right on the inside, so when you 're going through training, they emphasize that emphasize that they treat and teach you how to look at these things so you know even this week, I was seeing a woman and I had mentioned she has a rash on her lower legs that you see with something, uh, it's called stasis dermatitis. You you see it with lymphedema, with um, heart issues, and we started talking. And she said, you know, it's funny because my primary told me to see a cardiologist and that, you know, I needed to look at my heart. Uh, but i didn 't understand how the skin tied in, and i didn 't know what was happening down here but it 's you know it 's all related and we we had this whole osteopathic discussion at that visit and and how you can see it so it it 's really uh pertinent and something that I can use every day
1: love it and and i'm I believe in that i 'm a person who has uh, anaphylaxis to uh, multiple foods, including mm-hmm. nuts, peanuts, fish, and shellfish and so i 'm i 'm not a big like um, you know medical like a prescription pill person they they mm-hmm. never sit right with me I always feel like I'm allergic and um, so I don't take any prescription drugs so I'm always seeking and teaching if I can or referring or connecting different um, methods for people to search for wellness and osteopath mm-hmm. um, and and some of the things that Emily talked about and acupuncture and pressure and some of these other ways really work for me and so I was wondering if we could just back up a little bit because we have a question already of somebody who doesn't know what an osteopath is good point Mm -hmm, thank mm -hmm. you for sending
2: that in could you back up a little bit and explain that thank you right so osteopathic doctors are fully licensed physicians Uh, We go to a four-year medical school, uh, just like an allopathic doctor. Um, We have our intern year and our residency also uh, when we have our board. So uh, osteopathic and allopathic physicians go through the same training. The difference is in osteopathic schools, you're also trained in this osteopathy. So it's where you relate each system. So if I'm in a physiology course and Uh, we're studying, you know, one particular mechanism, it's not just that mechanism. We'll also tie in how does that affect this other system? How does that affect them? So it it correlates. So when you learn one thing, you're not just learning the thing, you're learning how that thing affects other systems. Um, And we have an extra part on our board. So we take the same boards as the allopathic physicians, but there's an extra section, and it's this part of how you relate everything. So it's just an extra course that you, you know, pull through all four years of medical school and then also in your intern year and in residency.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's it does it allow you to say, "Hey, you know, maybe change your diet or let me um take a look at this or that or you know, something other than here's a prescription?" Is that yes, is that absolutely. kind of a really
2: Okay, keep going with that one because that might it not is. not make sense to people. Right. So, um it's uh, you know, if someone had, let let's say, uh, weight issues, and it's very easy for a physician to write a prescription, and say, here here's a here's a diet pill, here's here's a pill that you can take, but it the the issue goes deeper than that. So the the pill, perhaps scientifically, shows that it, it helps you lose weight, but maybe you're still eating the foods that aren't good for you. So you know the body would suffer because of that. So really in the end it's better to fix the root problem so maybe the diet has to be adjusted maybe there has to be less processed foods or less soda um you know there's there's other issues that need to be addressed a pill doesn't just fix those issues you you have to look at the the whole picture
1: we oh we're getting questions would you like some more questions or would you like to sure. do you like random questions or should we keep with the flow You <laughs> tell me <laughs> it's up to you okay we have a question thank you for sending in your questions it's always fun um and then and then it helps you take something away from the show that helps you personally so i kind of personally love questions um somebody says they have incredible acne uh they're 22 years old and their faces face neck and back are covered with acne do you have any solutions that are not prescription related good question Mm
2: mm-hmm so uh we we also discussed uh, lifestyle when when acne comes, so um, first we we talk about lifestyle like diet, um, if there's a lot of um, dairy uh, like cheese, milk um, that's been shown to increase acne eruptions, uh, also simple sugars so it's uh, a low glycemic diet seems to uh, suit patients a little bit better so Um, Just watch desserts, Um, simple sugars like white rice, uh, crackers, white potatoes, white bread, Um, maybe have uh, whole wheat bread instead, Uh, more whole grains. Uh, That doesn't affect your glycemic load as much. So the simple sugars are not as good. Uh, Dairy products could be associated with it. in, in processed foods deep fried foods, so having like a whole food diet is better for acne also uh, skincare products have to be you know considered. Are there products that have um, oils in them uh, that could exacerbate the acne so I say look for um, any type of product, whether it's a sunscreen, a makeup, a moisturizer, uh, a bronzer, you know, make sure that those products are non-comedogenic oil-free because they could also make acne worse. And then if, if it's a female, I also discuss hormones, you know, how, uh, how are the monthly cycles, um, are they irregular because hormones play an effect also? So it, it's a lot that comes together. It's not just a simple answer, you know. Of you know, here's a cream. We really have to look at lifestyle and diet and and products. Those are very important issues. Yeah, thank you for that.
1: Um, if that didn't answer your question, let me know and we can we can follow up. But I I think that was
2: really helpful.
1: Um, you know, you mentioned diet and. Um, Rare is it a doctor that comes on and loves to talk about diet. I'm loving it. Thank you very much for that, because it's one of the ways that I personally have learned to keep the inflammation down with having food allergies. Um, I, I wasn't born with food allergies. I'm 51 and a, and, um, a mom of four boys uh who are well sons who are now 18 to 24 and um, none of them have food allergies and i do i develop them after a pregnancy and so i've lived my adulthood from like 25 to over 50 now with navigating life-threatening food allergies and i tried everything and one of the things that works for me um what you suggest on page 66 and 67, which is um, more like herbal medicine um, with various spices and so forth. So I, I, I open this up and I'm like, yes, somebody is saying it out loud. <laughs> Ginger, garlic. Do you want to talk about that? Because it can sometimes be just something that's right in
0: your
2: to me. Yeah, it's it's so true. Often we have these things around, and um, it, having an anti-inflammatory diet is is key. It's good for your health, it's good for your body, but it's it's also good for your longevity, um, and it's it's also anti-aging. So there's so many benefits that come from the anti-inflammatory diet. Um, a lot of the times, we have you know things in our our spice drawer that are great for this. Um, I hey. personally love cinnamon, um, dill, you know, garlic, these are the easy things to add to dishes when you're cooking, and the the benefits are tremendous.
1: If you're going to call into the show, don't call my house or my cell phone. That's <laughs> what people do all. So that was another call for you texting me questions. <laughs> I love it when people do that. They're excited. The number to call in is six four six seven eight seven eight five three seven, and um, I will um, start the chat. That's what people were looking for too. So I'm going to start the chat so that that's on. I forgot to do that. Sorry, and you can ask questions that way too. Um, they're calling. Everybody's calling with questions. This is a good show. Thank you. I hope I hope you'll um, maybe come back on again. Um, we're all over the place, but it's kind of fun that way. So everybody just grab, you know, grab your copy of mindful beauty. How's that? And it's called holistic habits <laughs> to, to feel and look your best. There's so much information in here. Um, do you like to be called Dr. Palmer or Dr. Debbie or Dr. Debbie Palmer? When we address
2: you, uh, Dr. Debbie is fine. That's what I call. Yeah. So in in my head, I'm calling you
1: Dr. Debbie the whole time. So, um, do you have a favorite place in space in your own book that you want to talk about?
2: You know, it is, I really, this is such a part of me. Like, I really put all of myself mm-hmm. in this. I, I love, you know, you would think because I'm a derma, I'd love the skin part, but I, I really love, you know, from the diet to the sleeping tips, um, like my enlightenment tips. There, there's so much in there. It's, it's really my core. You know, where it's coming from is really my core. It's hard for me to say one of those, but I, I really, believe and and practice all of them
1: yeah you know um, one of the things i find funny about myself sometimes is i um you know you try and walk your talk all the time you know it gets really tricky when somebody shoves a plate of nachos in front of you you know like oh no i'm the founder of best (laughs) ever you and i'm interviewing all these wellness experts and so forth let's talk about that plate of nachos for a minute and um how you know how on that you know, I'm just picking on nachos for a moment, I'm sorry. But you know, can you can you tell us the difference between having a little bit of fun and not and if you yeah. should do that? So, like what's my repercussion for yeah. you know, eating that whole platter, yeah. let's just say.
2: <laughs> you know, it, it we're we're not perfect. So there's there's nobody that's perfect doing everything perfect every day. So I I say most of the time let's say 80% of the time try to eat whole foods try to do the right thing every day but there's nothing wrong with getting the plate of nachos or getting the slice of pizza that it's okay i don't i don't think it's normal to eat 100% healthy every day every meal every day, i i shoot every for the second, yeah yeah every second like once in a while like it it's funny we had um so much yard work last night and normally we cook our dinner every single night and when we finished we were lifting things and we were tired and and we said you know what let's let's get a pizza and it's it's not something i do every day or maybe every week even but I said you know what i just to, now we have to go cook and then do the dishes thank you. i said you're right it's late we're tired and we all had pizza and we loved it the kids were thrilled you know so it's 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 not thank you for being human i get it all the yeah. time but you have to be <laughs> exactly. human you know you yeah. can't shoot for perfection it's it's unrealistic yeah, you know, sometimes
1: um, I get stressed out sometimes by my own book or other people's books. I'm like, boy, if I did every single thing in this book every moment of the day, it, life would be just like perfect. And um, it's hard to do that. So when, when books mm-hmm. are filled with this much information that's all really great for you, how do you suggest mm-hmm. that somebody kind of uses the book so that it doesn't overwhelm? Because I'm here's how I am using it. I, I'll i be honest. I didn't go, okay, I'm going to read this. I did the same thing with Emily's book. I didn't start and open it and just start reading from front to back. Mm-hmm. I have been picking a number. And so like, I'll, you know, I, know, I know how many you have 200 and some odd pages in your book. So I'm like, okay, 158. And then I'll go to 158 and just sort of read what's on that page. And that'll be my little wellness tip for the day. That's mm-hmm. my way. Do you have a certain way or do you want everybody to go cover to cover? I mean, you do, but, you know, if
0: that, I, yeah. sometimes it's, when I do that, I'm like,
1: oh, that's really good and apply, so I'm going to stop right here and apply that for a while.
2: <laughs> you know, what I say is go to the area. Go to that chapter that maybe you need help with the most or the one topic that, you feel you want to learn about and it's it's an individual choice so I say go to that chapter and uh, and I say you don't try to practice everything all at once I mean that's it's overwhelming Um, there is a lot of information I, I say pick pick one thing pick one thing maybe and see how it like that thing that resonates with you also so don't Pick something you don't like, you know, pick something that resonates and you say, yes, I, I wish this for myself and then just practice it. You, I find very quickly if you start practicing something, it becomes habit and then it's your lifestyle and you don't even think about it and you don't work at it either. It's just natural. So pick the things that you like the most. It's, you know, it's like exercise. If you don't like to, to run, don't choose running as the thing that you want to do, you know, three times a week. Pick the thing that really resonates with you, and then it's not exercise or, or, or drudgery to go. It's something that's kind of fun for you, and, and everyone has, you know, their own personality. So I, I say pick the chapter that interests you the most and then narrow it down and find something that you think that would benefit you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that advice. And the, and the chapters, just so if if you don't mind, I'll, I'll read them. Mm-hmm through them? Just quickly. um, Just tell us the six six chapters in the book, how it's divided so people can hear.
2: Sure. So there's a a chapter on inner peace and spirituality um, about, you know, being happy, being mindful. The second chapter is about being mindful, being happy, um, things that you can... um, Ways to make your life more peaceful. Um, We talk about diet in Chapter 3, exercise in Chapter 4, and uh, sleep, like how to sleep more soundly in 5. And then the last chapter is on skin, how to rejuvenate and look your best. Love it. And so
1: if I look at your book and I need all six, a little bit of all of them, I'm (laughs) I'm starting to to start with the one that resonates and kind of go from there. And, um, I always, I love everything. I started in chapter three myself because I love, um, diet advice because of what I've got going on with food allergies. And I also like the fact that the, I'm going to give away the ending guys. Sorry. I can in this type of book, but the ending
2: has some really nice recipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah. Some of my favorite, um,
1: yeah, the organic zucchini, we actually made that before um, I had you on as a guest. We had that two nights ago. And
2: that was that was easy to make and yummy. Oh I'm so glad. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah,
2: is it? Yeah, it it. I, I
1: never have thought of doing Himalayan salt
2: um,
1: because I've got like a lighted Himalayan salt thing in my office. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So I bought Himalayan salt. Don't worry, I didn't like scrape some off of it or anything. But I um, <laughs> just tea that to be fun um but that was that was a good um thing. we got a a like a salt grinder,
2: yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, I um, have that myself, and i you know when I end up adding it to other things too so it's it's amazing for this recipe but um i like to add it to other things you know and you have nice what's nice about the zucchini is you have a a nice amount of antioxidants in there too so it's a it's a really healthy dish but it's also delicious you know it's nice to eat something that tastes good but it's also good for you
1: yeah uh what are your other books about what are they called and what are they about and how did they Uh, coordinate with this one like what led up to writing this particular book
2: Mm -hmm. the the book that i wrote just previous to this is called beyond beauty and it's uh similar in that it has the different areas in your life and and how to improve them so it's it's similar in thought um also there was one prior to that and that's the dermatologist prescription for new you and um, that was my first book. And, again, it, it really was this holistic use. So they're all on that, that same line. I think um, as time got on, I, I got a little more refined um, with, with my beliefs, with the data that's out there, with the studies. And so I was able to incorporate even more because, you know, as time goes on, there's more data, more studies, uh, more information for us. So I was able to really hone in on these topics as time went on. We um, talk a lot about stress right now, especially.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: I'm wondering if you could talk about like page 71 in your book to give us some, um, oh, I don't know, pandemic stress relief, um, life stress relief, because a lot of people were finding, you know, the, the pandemic was, added to something else that was already going on, and um, my friend and I, who do Best Ever You and Your Life Sparkles, we've we've coined the term amplified, so like whatever you had going on before, it feels super amplified right now, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Good, or, good or bad, um, so I like page 71 and, and the pages that follow. Do you want to kind of go through that? I thought that'd be really helpful
2: for people listening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to you be know, word it, for word. With either. that, yeah yeah no it you know the the news you're absolutely right. the news um is really twenty four seven now and there's a, a lot of it and I think we're all watching more than we usually do um, I think my the first tip that i, I have pertains now even more i said it, it you know it's really important to stay informed, but too much news can trigger anxiety so um And that can affect sleep. So I say try avoiding the media at least a few hours before going to bed each night. Um, So instead, Mm -hmm. use that time to unwind. And that should be time to prepare for sleep. Um, And you might find yourself a little less stressed and, you know, sleeping more soundly. So I I think that's big when a lot of things are going on and it is amplified. Um, That's a good tip. So stay informed, but maybe not right before bed. Um, I, I talk about diet here too, because when you're under anxiety, you have increased uh, cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And it it, uh, tells you to crave sugar and carbohydrates, which is things that make us gain weight. So I give some tips, like the best way to do this is, well, if we know that we're stressed, uh, maybe when we go to the store, don't buy those things that you know you're going to indulge on when you're stressed. So keep healthy snacks around. You know, and I, I talk about berries and nuts and dried fruit, uh, maybe an apple with nut butter. Talk, you know, have those things handy so when you feel like snacking on something, you have something right there for you. Or keep like a healthy restaurant on speed dial. So if you're tempted to do something, maybe get a, a, a healthy version. Um mm. Love it. And I I think now, too, great, being grateful is really key. And it, even for the small things. So I give some examples. Like I say, waking up in the morning, a beautiful sunset, or, or maybe your pet greeting you you know, big victories and big events shouldn't just be the focus in our life. It's the the small pleasures that's around us every single day that we should find joy in. So we should appreciate what we have. So I I think sometimes we get really rushed or we, we take things for granted. Like, you know, the spring I had these beautiful uh, flowers blooming in my front yard. And then, you know, if I would just walk past them and go into the car, well, you're not really just appreciating them. So don't take things for granted like that, like a sunset or flowers, really look at them, appreciate them being mindful in the moment. So that takes a lot of stress away. Um, Mm -hmm. along with being grateful, you know, studies show that being grateful also, um, gives you hope and it it helps with stress. And I, I mentioned too, like connecting with our spiritual side. So that also gives us a sense that there's something greater in the world than just us. Um, it's humbling, um, but it's also good for your health. Studies show that it helps with depression. It nurtures hope. So there's, you know, things that we can do um, to kind of help in these situations. Do you have a certain way that you
1: structure your day? You're probably fairly busy. Do you have a certain yeah. – let's talk to the busy for for a little bit here. Is there, do you give yourself a certain time out for self-care or morning, night? or there multiple times? What, what do you do um, in your own yeah. life?
2: You know, I do multiple times. So I get up around 5 a.m. so I can do my thing. So whether it's yoga, stretching, uh, uh, morning meditation, I kind of do my thing before the kids get up. So that's my time. And then I'm with you you know when it's, i'm right up there when with it's the time for, <laughs> right and then when it's time for them to get up i have to you know hit the road with them so whether it was you know getting ready for school or now i was homeschooling so then it's about them um you know, and when I'm working, I also at work uh, take that lunch hour where it's time, you know, for me to eat and to unwind. But I'll sneak a little meditation in there. I'll close my door and just get a little meditation. And it it just helps you get within you. It's calming. Um, but I, it helps you kind of uh, get that bird's eye view to reflect. So I'll, I'll do it then. Um, Sometimes at night before bed I can sneak in another meditation. It just depends on, you know, the schedule of the kids, what they need, what project's going on. It, it, it really varies around them. But sometimes I'm able yeah. to get it in at night. And I, I got my little guy into it too. So sometimes I'll say, do you want to do a meditation? And that's a, a good way that he'll come join me so I don't, you know, have to do oh, something man. else for him. <laughs> how
1: many kids do you have?
2: Two, two boys.
1: Awesome. Yeah, And how and how old? I was just going to go 13? to the to kid mode. Yeah, thirteen.
2: Yeah, yeah, thirteen and nine.
1: Awesome. Yep. Um, great ages. Isn't that isn't that fun? And um, yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, our four boys have been raised with um, signs on the refrigerator. One of them is, you know, they they've been raised with best ever. You pretty much their whole lives. And um, there, one of the signs is hashtag gratitude. And then there's another one that says. um, be Be mindful of following the masses for sometimes them is silent, and there's all sorts of yes, there's all sorts of sayings, but the meditation thing is is key to parents out there listening who um there's you know there's all sorts of cool things you can do with kids to have mindful kids and they don't have to wait till they're fifty or forty or thirty to mm-hmm. learn mindfulness and awareness. What are some of those things that you do that's that's
2: interesting, really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I verbalize it. So um, we'll take bike rides together, we'll walk together, and I verbalize, wow, did you see the bird in the tree? Wow, did you see this? And so I kind of have trained them, I point things out that I'm looking at. You know, I'll say, oh, can you feel the breeze today? Do you feel the sun? So I, I bring in all those things, even if I we we walk by a – this beautiful lilac tree, and it smelled amazing. And I pointed it out. Can you smell that? And then, you know, they look around. Oh, I was wondering what that was. And then they see it, and I'm like, that's this, and I talk about it. So I, I use our, like, outdoor adventures as, like, a teaching tool. So they now, from hearing it for so many years, say it back to me. Mom, did you see that bird? I'll say, oh, I missed the Where was that one? You know? <laughs> So they, they learn and then they, they bring it back to you, which is amazing. Yeah.
1: I I love the fact that, you know, we're, we're talking to a board certified dermatologist, cosmetic dermatology, lasers, all, every kind of, I think you've got so many credentials read on your name in in different ways. And we get to talk to you about mindfulness and what that means to you and how you apply that in your own life. And um, that's, that's just really special because sometimes you go to the doctor and they just almost pretty much ignore you in a way and here's your prescription and i've gotten to the point where i don't I, and i'm not ripping on doctors or anything like that but like it doesn't help me very much because i'm i'm afraid to to take that prescription because i'm so mm-hmm. allergic to everything so i usually end up not um, so it's neat when there's a holistic approach because um you know, it's just neat to learn. And that's exactly what people are doing with you right now, because we have more questions. People are, are learning as you're talking. And we have um, a mom of a young three-year-old. She's a new mom, um, has a three-year-old. And she would like to ask you about sleep tips. She's texting me right now. Thank you for not calling. <laughs> but uh, if you do want to call and talk to her, you can at six four six seven eight seven eight five three seven. 787 Sleep tips and potty training. <laughs> you got parenting yeah. on
2: the show. Right? Yes. I find um routine is key. So when when I was uh you know, had the kids when they were younger, I kept the same routine. And it it's funny, even as adults we um we can benefit for this. So try to keep the same time each night when you go to bed. Um you can even do a ritual where uh, you, you know, you have a candle, you meditate, you, there's something that you do every night to prepare to sleep. So there's a, a time to prepare, something that relaxes you. So with the babies, I would do something that was relaxing with them. I wouldn't stimulate them and, you know, talk loudly and um, jumble them around. It's it's more of a soothing time, uh, whatever that kiddo likes like what whatever they gravitate to each kid's different um do that thing for them to help them relax to prepare for bed and then um i i really am a stickler to the same time so i even now myself my kids you know we try to stick to a schedule a routine i call it our routine
1: Mhm. yeah it, can can you hear me are you okay Did yes you cut can. out or are you there okay the phone was cutting out here and there um the uh She's asking. She said, "Oh, that's awesome." She asked, "Do you need to cut out?" The, so, like, she puts she puts him to bed. Her name is Michelle Solano. She puts him to bed, and um, he'll either get back up or go to sleep, but get up super early in the morning. And I said, "Well, what's the nap like?" And she's like, "Oh, an hour nap." Do we have to eliminate the nap and keep that bedtime, or just? I said, "He's going to be a future baker." <laughs> get, get <laughs> up! <Yes>. At- <laughs> kids up at 4 in the morning, little Vito Solano. He's
2: so cute. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I had a, my, my first kiddo was like that too. He loved to get up. Um, I let him do what was natural to him. And I, I found that he got really fussy if I skipped the nap. So I, it was a trial and error with him. He was very, very fussy. I couldn't skip the nap. So um, I, you know, just had to get up early with him. That, that was his routine, and so I adjusted my life around him. But I found it changed, so it doesn't stay like that forever. And then as, you know, the next year passes, he did something different, so I had to adjust again. So it, kids are so interesting because they, they really aren't, you know, a, a, the same thing. Uh, they change, whether it's diet, sleep patterns, uh, their likes or dislikes, So they they keep us on our toes. I I think
1: sometimes they're masterful at that too. They get exactly what they want, don't they? Sometimes, yeah. If you don't put the, you know what I mean. If you if you really aren't wise to it, you know, by, by kiddo number two, you're like, uh uh-uh. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. first one has trained me. No, I'm joking, but you know, they're um, they're funny like that. You know, they'll create your own bound their own boundaries unless you have some also. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had we had one. He would we put him in the crib. And then about mm, less than a minute later, you'd be standing next to the bed. And we're like, oh, no, how do you get out of the crib? <laughs> it was Uh-oh. super funny. And that was the moment, you know, those moments where they're like, oh, no more crib. And then you're in a yep. bed and then they're walking around and you're like, oh, okay, new routine. But, you know, the, I agree with you. The routines totally change, don't they? From year to yeah. year, month to month.
2: <laughs> Whatever it they is you're going to grow up. They um, really do.
1: Yeah. they. Um, and what about what about potty training? I I think it's kind of interesting to ask an a, a doctor such as yourself about potty training because
2: that can be really stressful. Talk about like getting a time out from stress sometimes. Potty training, yeah, is that, right? I um I didn't put a lot of pressure on them. So, I was very patient, um, did not show frustration with it, just made it um, a, a pleasant experience and I just with the repetition, so I just kept bringing it back, bringing it back until they clued in of this is what you do. But I, um, I didn't use anything that um, they would associate a negative activity with. So it was always pleasing mm-hmm. and patient and loving. And then they just, they, they just take it. You know, it, I just was persistent. And one day they get it, and it's all done. And you know, it's funny. I was one of my girlfriends said, "When do you, when do you think you know your?" Um, his name's Matthew. When is Matthew going to become potty trained? Are you concerned? Is he late? Is he early? And she's asking me questions. I said, you know, I, I guarantee he's not going to go to high school and have a problem. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know, he's just, everyone's <laughs> yeah. on their own schedule. And my second was earlier than my first. You know, every, every different. Yeah. So yeah. just like we are. So uh, you just have to have patience. And I say a nice, you know, just constant repetition and, and re-showing them uh, with kindness and love. Yeah,
1: we had um, we had one kiddo who um, just wouldn't get out of the pull-ups, you know, kind of on that same, same lagging <laughs> timeline a little mm-hmm. bit. And they're like, okay, now. And we we're like, why do you want to wear that? He's like, I love Elmo. <laughs> like, I don't know, that was it. He's <laughs> like, seriously, I love Elmo. Yeah, it's time for Elmo uh, underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, the things you don't know why for real. And then the fourth, our fourth one, we, we put, dared put a pull-up on this child, right? He took it right off and he goes, he said, I'm not wearing that ever.
2: <laughs>
1: and he like instantly potty trained himself. He was mortified at the thought of, of pull-ups. It right, it's a different personality. Because, Well, yeah, that, and he had three older brothers, so you know, he was not going to be the one in pull-ups. He's still very much like that. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do what they're doing. So that, he was the easiest to potty train by light years. It was like a day. Love it. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, they're all different. So message to parents, don't stress out. And if you do stress out about it, go to page 71, right?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You've got
1: the parenting. Well, I, I, you know, people are, I, I think this is, a, you know, important, and we'll get to all the the beautiful skin in a minute here because I do want to talk about. I think it's Rip This is this is amazing. So I want to be sure and talk about some of the other things too. But you know, we're in a, a moment of time here where people can probably use this information to their to their benefit because they we're all home for the most part mm-hmm. anyway. I know some some exactly. places are letting up, but like in my case, I'm in Maine, and we're we just got. Um, the state kind of closed again for another 30 days as of today. So we are not, you know, roaming about free or anything like that. We're we're being mindful and at home. And so a lot of people are home with kids and they're using that as an opportunity to learn about themselves, um, parenting tips and so forth. So I thought, I think that's why. So, yeah. Um, Do you have a little bit more time or do you have to go right at the five minute mark? I've, I've got about I've got five more minutes slated for us, but do you have a little bit more time, or are you going to yes, go? Yes,
2: absolutely. absolutely. Okay, I
1: just want to going to run a little bit long um, because I, I'm hoping that you would talk about skincare, and um, you're the founder. I'm, I hope I'm saying it right. Replair. is that right? Yes. Did I Say that right. Yes. Okay. So talk about that because that's pretty amazing. And how how did you found that?
2: Well, it's um, that is an all natural antioxidant skincare line. So when I um, got into dermatology, there's a lot of doctor's lines, but they have chemicals in them like uh, parabens, glycol, lots of preservatives. And, you know, I came to realize there isn't a natural offering that has medical strength. So um, there's natural alternatives at natural stores, but they don't necessarily have studies behind them and the data like we do with the doctor brands of, of things. Mm-hmm. So. Prescription creams have data behind it, but so do the doctor brands um, for just regular skincare. So, I, um, in my graduate years, I had a chemistry degree. So, I went to the lab and I <laughs> formulated this natural uh, skincare line. Uh, without the parabens and the propylene glycols, just as a natural alternative and i uh, had a double blind and randomized controlled trial conducted on it, and what that means is it 's just a really stringent scientific test it 's not where um, it 's double blinded where the patient doesn 't know if they 're using the product or or a, a placebo. The doctor who was a board certified dermatologist didn 't know you know if the patient was using it or not, and then there 's uh, studies conducted on the skin to see what happens and Uh, The study showed that it improved, you know, brown spots, redness, fine lines and wrinkles, sagging. So there's a lot of, you know, improvement in texture uh, that you could get from it. So my uh, reason was that I just found a need in medicine for something uh, like an alternative that's natural. I love it. And how do we
1: get that? Is that through your website?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's on uh repler.com it's r e p l e r e repler.com uh, and then uh dr w palmer.com website also has a link for the skincare uh-huh. it's also on amazon amazon carries it okay and are people with um food allergies safe using that like if
1: you have not we talk a lot about on the show we talk a lot about nut allergies in particular but um fish
2: shellfish nut Right. There's no uh, nuts. There's no fish. There is fruit. So I say, you know, to people, if there's like a a strawberry, raspberry, those types of things, grape, if there's a fruit allergy, uh, just be mindful. But it's all natural ingredients. It's uh, really rich in antioxidants. Yeah, my question, I was, oh, go
1: ahead.
2: The other thing I like to say. So, uh, with you asked me about the skincare. So, I I think sunscreen is the most important thing because that really um, ages us more than what we would naturally. So, I I say the one thing that people don't realize is when you put sunscreen on, you have to do it every two hours. So. You know some patients will tell me, "Oh, I put my moisturizer with sunscreen on at eight o 'clock, so i 'm good for the day um, but it it 's gone in two hours, so reapply when you 're outside you know if you 're inside it 's okay, but when you 're out don 't forget to reapply I think that 's the the biggest tip um, that I tell yeah, people that mm-hmm. they're not aware of, um, and I like the antioxidants. I also like retin A, so I say to start like maybe every three days because retin A uh, is a vitamin A and it's a little drying. And then eventually you can build yourself up to every day, but it takes a little time. So that's uh, some of the things that I you know tell my patients as far as skincare. Mm, love it.
1: Do you um, do you have any any natural remedies for like um, instead of getting Botox, like to get rid of forehead wrinkles or uh, the dread, dreaded 11s or <laughs> all that stuff mm-hmm. or is, yeah, is there anything that helps with that?
2: I think if uh, for someone um, who's interested in the natural way, I think the antioxidants, retin-A um, are nice alternatives and then creams will give you so much of a benefit. If you want something on top of that, lasers are the next natural thing because uh, it's a light energy that you're receiving. Um, it's able to rejuvenate the skin so you're able to you know help let's say with forehead lines but it's not a toxin it's not a foreign substance it's a light based so when you you know after you have the laser you could the lines could be less deep you know no less noticeable or maybe the brown spots have faded so that's another option for people who like things a little more natural
1: yeah love it um okay so we're Unfortunately, we're going to be out of time. Um, but do you have? Let's just ask one more thing. Do you have anything that we haven't chatted
2: about that you wanted to chat about? I think we hit some some oh. nice nice things. I you know I think the other say? thing that I think the other thing that's important is to remind people to take time out for themselves every day, you know, things that when you're going oh. through stressful times, whether it's uh, exercise or, or meditation or, or doing a puzzle or, you know, whatever your interest is, I think it's important every day uh, through stressful times to do something for yourself that gives you pleasure. Love it.
1: All right. We're closing on that. Um, Dr. Debbie Palmer author of Mindful Beauty, thank you very much for, for sharing your time and energy with us today here on the Best Ever You Show. That was fun having you on here. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being such a good sport, too, with our parenting questions. I know that's a little off <laughs> topic, but <laughs> kind of fun, right? I, the show's kind I, of yeah, like that. Mother, it goes anywhere I can it I love it. All right, everybody. Um, great sense of humor, great doctor, great author. This is such a cool book. I, it, it, this book, it's, um, it's got a great feel to it, and it's got great information. It's uh, it's uh, one you can kind of carry around and refer to. So it's called Mindful Beauty. It's by Llewellyn Publishing. Dr. Debbie Palmer is the author. You can go to com. For more information on your website, it's um, beautiful. And then r e p l e r e R-E-P-L-E-R-E.com as well. So thank you all so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. We'll be back next week with more guests. And in the meantime, have a great day. And please visit us at besteveryou.com. Thanks again to Dr. Debbie Palmer. Take care, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with best ever you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?